Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. Rabia the mystic and Islamic, uh, mystic and uh, respected uh, leader. Good morning. This is Mara, and uh, on the other line is Bob. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, sweetie. How are you? You know, I am doing wonderfully. If if the if the smog, I call it smog. The smoke could slow down a little. It's it's a little bit uh, bad fire here, but other than that, I'm doing great. Tell me about you. How's Austin? Austin's great. It's been uh, we got some rain this week, which was wonderful, and it's starting to cool down. It's just beautiful, beautiful mornings. You just want to be outside and beautiful in the evening, and it's great time to uh, have some you time here right now and uh that you can't always that the weather has to be perfect for that but it just makes it a little bit easier <laughs> absolutely you're right i i think the thing with the smog uh i keep calling it that i said that now twice it's smoke it's not just smog it's not just something that's coming from from the human use of uh, the land although certainly smoke is that too but literally we have smoke billowing over from Western California, the Western side of the Sierras. And so I can imagine what it's like on the West side of the Sierras, but I can tell you right now on the, yeah, on the East side, uh, going outside for you time is something that uh, me, a person of age has to think about, (laughs) you know, it's like, Oh my goodness. You know, because I can feel it. I'm starting to say that I sound like I've smoked here Years and years and years worth of cigarettes in my voice, you know. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and, you, and I know that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and have not even spoken one, smoked one. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. Right. But so, but you time is the topic today, and uh, you time is God time. Do you leave any? Uh, is the question for people. Um, the. Uh, this this particular program got put off a couple of times just because of our schedules. And I want you all to know it's not because we don't uh, think about you at all, but we are, in fact, trying to engage in some time uh, that is reflective of, of us, that's respectful of us, because we also need you time. And uh, this is not... Um, this is a full-time passion, but there's not a full-time amount of work. Is that a fair statement, Bob? <clears throat> Absolutely. We have, we have, so this is our, this is our hobby. And sometimes we don't get to do our, do our hobby as much as we want to because we have other commitments and, and things going on around us that need attention. So I think that's yeah. a very fair statement. 
you know, I wanted to I wanted to uh, share something with you, and I and I think this ties in really well with you time. Is you know when you were here in May, and it, I'll never forget this that I that I couldn't fit into some clothes, and I was you know, and I've always struggled with. Uh, being heavy and then, you know, going crazy on some fad diet and losing a lot of weight and then, you know, only to eat myself further further up the scale, right? And yes. something I've dealt with since I was a child. And it's uh you know, and you told me, you know, first first you 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 gently or maybe not gently told me I should stop saying that I was fat and I had gone and bought new clothes and said I was going to the fat man store. And, yes. And no, you, no, no. And yes. You, <laughs> and you and you put my and you put me in my place and said to stop talking like that and to, that I should incorporate a daily mantra of I am fit, I am healthy. And I took that to heart and I've been doing that. And you know I, you know a lot, a lot of. People out here these days, you know, or, or you know, we, we make a vision board or we uh, throw out positive affirmations and we, you know, uh, I think, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about doing those things and people that do that. And, and those are great things. And this is kind of a testimony to how, you know, that if you do that, it, it really, it can, ha- things can happen. And, you know, I I've always been a little, I wouldn't say skeptical, but I always say, you know, hey, you can be the best planner in the world, but if you don't execute on your plan, then nothing's going to happen, right? Yes. So so just by happenstance, you know, and I've been saying this mantra even as I have a cigarette, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is kind of my, my you time, my time for me, really, mm-hmm. um, which, I, which I'm – seeking replacement for the uh anyway so Micah happened to uh run across or have meet a friend of one of our neighbors and they were talking and it ends up that he's a nutritionist and Micah got to talking to him and uh so we started uh seeing this this guy and you know, it wasn't like I, you know, I've been saying I'm fit, I am healthy, I'm fit, I am healthy, I'm fit, I am healthy, you know, several times a day. And not, you know, and still eating improperly, not going to the gym, not exercising, not doing anything, right? And um, Micah, you know, said, hey, I've, I've got this guy, he's going to, you know, help me out and da-da-da and... I said, oh, that's great. And then he goes, well, I got he's he's going to help you too. And I I was a little skeptical, thinking, okay, what is this going to be about? And you know, we we've, we've we've been on this for hmm, right at a month. I could look on the little thing and find the exact date, but that's not important. The so I'm becoming fit and healthy. And just by putting that affirmation out there, this has happened and made that attract to us and not be something that's overly costly, that's something that's affordable and has taught me a lot about uh, eating properly and not being on a diet, just eating properly and eating the proper portions. And, and you know, I think I think of you and with – uh, some of your with 
you always eat healthy. You always have food prepared. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you, and you, you always have food. You always have fresh fruit and vegetables prepared and ready to go. And, you know, I think that has a lot to do with it is, you know, planning. So here I go with this planning word again. Uh, planning those meals out and, and, and having things available that are good for you rather than having junk around. So just a little... Uh, kind of surprised to myself, I think, even, because I've always been, you know, kind of skeptical to, yeah, throw it out there and it's just going to happen. Well, some things, you know, it, 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 it is happening. Not to yes, say that we're not... Sometimes you have... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and sometimes you have to engage. I mean, even what we're talking about here right now today, you have to engage. It's it's the beginning is saying I am fit and healthy. I mean that truly is the beginning. Uh, starting to readjust your thinking, and and you're right, not bringing in those things that take you away from that goal and that course. And um, I I'm very respectful of what you've just described because it is absolutely so true. Uh, and I think that so many people have some sort of pristine, perfect image in their mind about what being fit and healthy is. I happen to live in the fit and healthy center of the world, I think. Um, When I moved here, I didn't even really have a good pair of tennis shoes, except I I was doing some work on uh, running a 5K with my daughter, so I did have a pair of tennis shoes. They were Dr. Scholl tennis shoes, so does that sound like that's the right kind? You know what? I mean, I'm joking, but (laughs) I now see all the right kinds around, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, and here I have this little pair, but they were comfortable on my feet, and that's what I bought. But what was significant about it was, for me in any event, is the, uh, as I'm looking around at people who are getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I started feeling bad about myself. And, folks, that's not a common phenomenon for human beings, for us to feel bad about ourselves for some reason. And then when you feel bad about yourself, sometimes you give up on yourself. And And so then... Because I'm not going to be one of these these women who can walk around all the time in their exercise clothes without if I, unless I wear a shirt down to my knees uh you know i I gave up there, and I also have gained some weight, and this is a real good testament, and I thank you for this, Bob, because it's a reminder I need to take care of the simple that I've been provided, you know, I wanted to last yeah. for a long time. And and that's especially true for me right now. Um, And we'll talk about this topic on a different time when we get closer to the day. But that's especially true, I realize, as I'm deciding that I'm going to end the thing that I have been doing for so many years to as me time. And you probably know what it is, but it's been work. So my me time has been the ability to just step back and work. And now I've made this decision that I'm, I'm going to retire at the end of the year. And, oh, my goodness, that's a little bit scary. But it's now put me back in thinking I don't need to compare myself. 
what other people look like, other people who are fit and healthy, that's their definition. I get to establish my my own. And that's exactly what this topic is about today, is so many times we all get so caught up in doing whatever it is we're doing that we forget to or, start or even, to or even what other people or what other people think we should be doing. Exactly. <laughs> not, good not point. Doing good things, point. Doing things that other people have told us that you need that we need to do, and that that don't necessarily that we're not doing off from our own heart, from our own from our own uh, will, so to speak. I think we we all get a little tangled up in that at times too. And a sense of obligation is one one way of yes. looking at it. So you have you have a sense of obligation. You you've uh, you, you signed a contract. How dare you say, you know what? I I I need to go do X Y Z for personal reasons. As I've looked back on on my life over the last several weeks, the number of personal things that should have been done that I gave short shrift to. In order to work, so when my mom and dad were were in very bad health, I would go see them every day, but I would also work every day and you know and so i I could have taken some time off to be with them. you know my oldest kid, as you know, has all of these complications from being uh, a soldier in Iraq, and uh how many how many times? could and should I have gone to fly to be with her that I allowed work to get in the way always thinking that everything was going to be all right tomorrow and now I've realized I have a right to peace and ladies and gentlemen who are listening here today no matter what faith you are and I tr- we tried in writing this to make this very coexistent because it's not about what faith you are it's about giving some time to you, and I think that most of us think that it takes too much time. So instead of thinking, well, I'm walking down the street, I'm in this beautiful setting, which Bob might be in right now, I, this is a good time for me just to pause here right on the sidewalk and feel the presence, the glory of God and all that is around me. Just pause. Don't worry about what other people are thinking because most of the time they're not thinking. They're not paying attention to you at all. If you fell down, it would probably take two or three groups walking past you to stop and help. I mean, people are engaged in their phones and their own lives. And yet, you know, just stopping there for two, three, four minutes, we're not talking about hours on it. And and I really felt that was a counterbalance as I was uh, looking at the amount of time uh, that we're setting for our program because on the one hand, we're saying I'm saying to people, and you are saying too, I believe, you don't need to spend a lot of time that's time connected with God, but you sure do deserve some. And... So this program is as long as or as short as you need it to be because I can guarantee one thing to you. If you sit down and listen to one of our programs, and although we're not like a YouTube phenomena, we are clicking up there, 
if you sit down and listen to just what what part you want to hear or what part fits you that day, I can guarantee to you, you were absolutely drawn to that part and that's all you needed to do. It's not like a defined period. <laughs> you know, uh, you hear about people, oh, well, I exercise four hours a day. Who has four <laughs> hours a day to exercise? <laughs> yeah, unless it's your profession or preparation for your for uh, something that's uh, related to your work or or that you don't work, mm-hmm. then 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 maybe that's the case. But absolutely, I think you know even you know saying, hey, I'm going to do this every day at this time may may not be the right approach for some people either because you know sometimes it's you know we can we can make a commitment to say yes we're going to spend more time either doing meditation or reading a book or sitting in the park or taking a walk or however it is that you you have your you time me time then you know uh scheduling it you know may may make it more of a hindrance or more of a make it more difficult for you to do because you don't want because you you feel like you failed if you didn't do it that day at that time, and it's not something yes. that, that there's no test at the end. And the test is at the end of the day, do you feel you know? Do you can you go just go to sleep and feel like I'm I feel good today and I've, I've gotten things accomplished? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? In uh, the Christian faith, there's there's a song. It's called "Are You Ready?" You know, "Are You Ready?" Uh, and basically, it, it's it's about death. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, and you know, I know they talk about it and they play it whenever people are going to get baptized and stuff. But it's about death. Are you ready to just go back to whatever exists on the other side? All that is. All that is. My mom described it to me. Margaret, Margaret, it is so beautiful. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can be an existentialist and think there's nothing there. But are you ready? Have Have you done what you needed to do here in your mind, not someone else's mind? Because you're, you're never going to meet that ethereal standard that other people have for what who you should be, you know, and especially because we live in such judgment and in such a time of judgment, and then maybe it's always been a time of judgment. I should be more real, but then you have it's just a lot more it's just a lot more around us today because of social media that we see it so quickly and yeah. and virally right it's it's always been there. It, it, yeah. it might have been that you called your friend up on the phone and chatted about it or or read it in the paper instead of on Twitter or Facebook, but, but it's always been yeah. there. Yeah, it's been there. I mean, you know, someone not being good enough, not meeting someone else's standards. And what I would like to suggest that really hit me as I was listening to Bob describe, you know, the walk in the park, sitting outside. For me, I have a beautiful patio. It needs to be used more. As I thought about all those things, I thought maybe we need to be less restrictive. So 
maybe we need to be more free and and just kind of walk around aware that suddenly when you see something that moves you, that's the moment. It's not necessarily something that you've planned, although for your health, you probably do need to plan. I know my girls are introducing the word exercise in my head. I've done it before, and I've recognized it's not just part of who I am. And I have to plan that. That's a whole different thing. That probably is you time too. But to me, that's different because that is not necessarily that time when you calm your spirit and you allow yourself to become one with God. And that it is that latter time you are more likely to put time aside to do something for your health than you are for your spirit. And yet, each one of us comes we, with. We, yeah, but could we take that time to? But could we take that time that we need to plan for exercise or for something that we need to do for? You know, I, you you've said many times and. <laughs> About I laugh because I'm totally the, I'm totally the opposite in this regard. But you've said many times that you know you can you can meditate and have you time while you're in the car, and yes, uh, and you know that's one of our quote unquote unnecessary necessary evils to get around is you know spending time in traffic, and yes, you know and you and you and Micah kind of have the idea that oh, I'm here and it is what it is and I'm gonna. You know, make the best of that time and 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 have some me time. Where me, I start yelling and screaming. It's one of those That's true. <laughs> sprinkling prayers. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yes, I think so you can it, take it even when you're yeah. yeah. And make oh, take that time to to center yourself in a in a way that makes you not look at something as a task or a chore, but make it more of, hey, this is time I get to be by to be alone and be have have thoughts and feel connected to the universe and not and and accomplish what needs to get done at the same time. So that's Absolutely. That's, I don't so, disagree with that. Yeah, that's that's how I'm gonna have to approach exercises. I'm the same as you. It's not a not it's not something like, you know, there's people that just love to exercise. <laughs> yes, I know. I know they do. And they, they say if you do it enough, you will. I, that's never happened. And I've done it a lot at different times. So, uh, although I've never done four hours a day, so I can't speak to that. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Maybe true. But, but the reality is what you're saying there, I agree with. I don't disagree with that. And I, I also want you guys to know that I really think that we reach a place where if, if you just start allowing yourself to for a second cleanse your mind and, and feel united with God, feel God's presence around you, that pretty soon that can be a 24-hour-a-day thing. I mean, it can be something that you're walking in. Now, you're not always going to have that that same uh, sense of peace. And, I, and even here we describe a little bit, there are those people, there are those. I want to start that with, with great reverence. But there are people who literally will spend hours a day, just as some spend hours a day exercising, 
they will spend hours a day in meditation. And and there yeah. there have been times in my life when that's been somewhat possible. And uh, for most of us, that's that's not our real world. And I think what is concerning is that we that people are not looking for these opportunities, whether to they don't even they don't think it's enough. It's not enough if you're on the tread no, I guess we'll not do those anymore. If you're on the elliptic machine and it's not enough when you're looking at the pictures in front of you to start allowing your mind to roam and get to the place where pretty soon you're you're just there's a pattern going in your body because you are united with all that is. Your your head is 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 in a good space. You're you're clearing not only your body of stress and strain, but you're also clearing your mind and you're for that brief moment, however long you give yourself, people go, Oh, that's that doesn't really count. So what we moved into a time where when what really counted was people had to go to a church with lots of people there so that the others could see they were there. Hello? How much time does that happen mm-hmm. with the gym, too? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then uh, they would, on mass, ergo the word masses, to have the mass, they would, in large groups, have someone who was supposedly so pure of heart that he was deigned to receive the word of God and only he could pass it on. And how much of that residual of that beginning process still exists in our lives today? Because I'm going to tell you, you don't have to read a special book. You don't have to listen to this show. You don't have to do anything, actually, to have God near you. And uh, it's now a question of recognition, recognizing, putting it in your mind that you are valuable enough for God to be around. So now if you're valuable enough for God to be around, then a simple little hello God is good. What a reminder. I mean, just say that to yourselves right now, folks. Hello, God. Reach out. Take God's hand. Feel that. I can tell you my entire hand lit up. Hello. Thanks for being there with me. Now, I will carry that moment with me. You will carry that moment with you. And you can then go about doing your thing. So it's not the quantity of time. It's the taking of time. And and as you said, it doesn't have to be four hours a day. It can be whatever whatever you can get in during that day. Absolutely. I had, I went, go ahead, excuse me. No, I was just, I was just had this thought that, you know, a lot of times I think people, we spend, we tend to think about a time when we were happy and we try to make that happen again. And mm-hmm. I think we, we, we don't, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot, of, there's more harm than good that comes from that because you're living in the past and trying to create something that, 
that you can't recreate because the conditions are the moment is never going to be the moment again to to create that uh, moment. So trying to I don't even know why I'm saying this. <laughs> That's okay. It makes um, sense. Yeah, I think you know that that you know, and that we have you know sometimes trying to recreate that moment is the same with taking time with ourselves. Is was it was it as good as it was last time? You know, it's it, it can only be as good as it is in that current moment. And if you, uh, yeah, otherwise you you're you're defeating the the whole purpose. <laughs> so. You know, whether you know today yeah. I can take a lot of, you know take an hour to to meditate and tomorrow I can only take five minutes don't don't compare that don't compare the two such that you get frustrated that it, that it's not the same exactly perfectly said perfectly said and I one time I saw this um this lady, you know, out in Galisteo there in New Mexico, there are a couple, well, there are two different groups. One may be in Galisteo and one may be somewhere else, but there are two different groups of uh, wise people who uh, bring persons to them from around the world to train them to go back and, and train other people to connect with God. That's my understanding of what they're doing. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're spending time having a reminder of the value and the importance of God in each person's life. And people go through very, very telling spiritual experiences there, from what I understand. So... Um, one time, and this one lady does, uh, her first name is Chris, and I don't know her last name. Um, I went to her program one time, um, and she she made the point that it was, actually I went more than once, but one time I went to one of her programs, and, you know, she collected like $13 a person or something. It wasn't really a lot of money at that point. And... Um, Somebody asked her, she would answer questions. And one question is, how much time do you meditate a day? And it was interesting. She says, there are days when I meditate five seconds, and there are days when I meditate five hours. Mm-hmm. And she didn't, she didn't distinguish between the amount of time. It's just, and you know what was interesting, guys? I can say this to you because this is kind of, this is woo-woo, but... When I was living in Santa Fe, one day at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I felt compulsed to go to her daily meditation. Not, well, meditating out there is nice, but I felt compulsed to go because I had a message for her. And you're never going to guess what the message was. Uh, The message was basically, slow down and give yourself more you time. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. And I just feel like I may have violated something. Um, and But but the point is, because I, I don't normally talk about things that I share with others, with others, but it was a long time ago. It was back in 2001. Uh, that doesn't make it any different, and I feel bad about myself for having shared that. But I would 
I think is so significant is here is a spiritual leader, and yet she needed an encouragement, a messenger, so to speak, who knew nothing about her life. Seriously, I knew nothing about what she did and didn't do. I knew that both of these groups go to Europe and tour and things like that, but I know nothing about their practices. And yet the Mm -hmm. message was very basic. The spiritual leader needed to give more time. And more you time, more time to focus on what it is that fulfills the person. And the suggestions that we've thrown out here are not necessarily the be-all and end-all. They're they're just suggestions. You know, uh, they're things that take very little time. You know, imagine yourself stopping and feeling the wind in your face. The Jewish faith calls that God kissing your face. So imagine yourself stopping. Yeah. No. Or just looking up at the sun and taking in a little, a little of that sun onto your onto your skin and and just noticing that that the sun is there and and touching your skin or noticing a flower or a plant, just any simple thing like that. And you do some of that. Bob, don't you? I mean, you've started doing some flower, uh, working with flowers, and how has that? Um, and and I can envision that that might have been a time when you could say, "I am fit and I am healthy." But um, yeah, yeah, you're right. How, tell us about that. <laughs> tell us about that. Well, that was, well, that was you know, um, in fact, something that just kind of happened because uh, either I either I took care of the things in the yard and take care of flowers and plants that are there, or they die. <laughs> and uh, in that circumstance, because of Micah having surgery and not being able to take care of the things, that all of the things that he's done all these years that I, you know, was always too busy to do or just didn't do, and and or. He enjoys doing so. Does those things because he likes to. Um, but yeah, just taking the time to water the lawn, or very restrictively here, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. the or watering plants, or pulling pulling out weeds, you know, things like that. That you know, you you focus. You're focused on the task, but you don't need a whole lot of mental power to pull out weeds or to water uh, flower beds every day, it's, you know, pretty, uh, becomes pretty rote, (laughs) but that allows you to have time to kind of just connect with, to connect with nature, to connect with God, connect with, with the universe and have uh, time alone and time, uh, to get into uh, to meditate, really. I mean, I find it very relaxing. So, and the results are beautiful. So <laughs> you can't you can't hardly beat it. <laughs> That's right. And when you're doing it, and 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 as you're doing it, 
you're you're focusing on that beauty that that you've helped to inspire to to come about and you pull off a dead head and things like this and and so you're focusing your intention on something that elementally has the identical elements that we have it's it's a part of all that is you know and and you're you're nurturing it and that's exactly that's exactly the relationship that god uh has with all of us you know uh and i keep getting this sense in my head that i need to make this next statement so i just want to finish this one is is that because we're not alone god is a, we're here all one a l hyphen o n e with god Always. A-L hyphen W-A-Y-S. We need to look at our words at times, at what they really say. We get used to the meanings we attribute to them, but we need to look at the words. And that God is as gentle with us as Bob just described himself at being with the plants that he's nurturing in uh, his backyard. It's, It's an understanding, a respect in our and who we are, that we are such young beings struggling at times, judging ourselves very harshly, living in a very judging world. And what I wanted to use as to me one of the ultimate examples that I really respect of um, taking time to be with God and that is the Islamic faith. You know, spending time multiple times a day, laying out the prayer rug, taking time to bow down before God. I may not feel that we need to bow before God, but that does not mean that I do not believe that God is greater than all of us. And so bowing is okay to me and and praying uh, on one's knees, which is what happens. How is that any different than bowing down, frankly, probably in my mind not. So uh, getting down on, on a prayer, uh, what are those things called, Bob, that you, in the Catholic Church? All right, thank you. Getting, in the Catholic Church, on the kneeler, the kneeler? Kneeler, yeah, the kneeler the kneeler, or, um, you know, going up to the front of the church when there's a call. Um, you know, all of those things are kneeling or allowing yourself to be moved by all that is. And, and I, as I said, I am especially proud or especially respectful, is probably the right word, of the uh, of the Islamic faith because it, it's a constant. It's a constant, and actually, for some of those who practice Catholicism, it is a, a constant. They go to church every day, and I, I felt the last as we're talking about time for you. Um, I think that each one of those people uh, who are doing that act of devotion are taking time for themselves. And that that is probably on the realm of, when you talk about 180 degrees, that's probably on the realm of close to perfection. You know, and then if one believes that, 
that's how you're supposed to live life, as would be the spiritual leaders I was describing over in New Mexico uh, who are devoting their lives to to this uh, to the spirit. But that doesn't mean that there's some sort of a bell curve here that and all the and all that is only respects that part of it because God is a very unique experience for each of us. And so it becomes relevant or important that you take time to get the solace from God that God is offering you. And then That's we all get there in our own, and, our, and we all get there in our own way, and exactly. and and you know, don't the yeah. There's there's too much judgment out there about how how things should be done, and everybody, you know, we all know the the saying about opinions. <laughs> So. Yes, and that's why I shouldn't have even used that word perfection because that makes it sound like that's the <laughs> desirable end. And I and I did not mean it at that, but in terms of the judgments of of society, that's it. Because I think personally, and I'm, I'm excuse me for interjecting here, but I do think personally that if you take two, three, four, five seconds to just reconnect and remind yourself of who you are and that you're not alone and that there is solace right there for you and you have a right to be all that you can be no matter what anyone else says. Uh, I think one of the things that's interesting to me is I think that uh, a lot of times there are misconceptions about things and we become so defensive that we don't want people to believe that misconception that we become the misconception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, you know, very, very likely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody says, uh, you're, you're XYZ, you know, so then you spend all this time trying to show that you're not, all this defensiveness, that's it. That's what judgment drives is defensiveness. And uh, then pretty soon you're engaging in public displays to show who you are instead of just relaxing, knowing who you are and allowing God to be there with you. And not not worrying about what anyone else says, (laughs) not putting so much on so much emphasis on what what everyone else thinks and trying to be someone that you're not to make someone else happy i mean that 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 just never never works it doesn't work for you it doesn't yeah. work for them it it never leads to a good ending when when we when we try to do that and unfortunately i think people tend to to want to please other people and would rather uh take and and invest their time in in trying to be something that they're not rather than being who they are to being their true authentic self which is what unfortunately I think happens too much today as we all try to be something we're not for someone whether it's whether it you know and it doesn't even have to be your significant other it could be 
and then we have a family member, a friend, or, you know, so a coworker. It, it, it crosses through through the, our whole life, through the whole journey, right? And it's not just yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly true, and and it does process through the whole life journey, and pretty soon, um, people. Uh, it's amazing the number of successful people who don't have very good self images. And so they. I just had a terrible thought go through my head. There's a, there's a lot of people that uh, have, have a lot of uh, confidence that uh, <laughs> maybe shouldn't, too. Absolutely. And yet, you know what? I wonder how much confidence they really have you know I, I wonder if they're trying to uh, and this is kind of a different um, bend on the same theme you know that they you know they have accumulated in fact I just saw that on something this morning they've accumulated all of these things which goes back to the Protestant work ethic. So therefore, they are more than enough, right? And and then that makes them able to judge others who haven't accumulated, but there's only so much you can accumulate. So how, because it's like king of the hill. You've got it all now, so no one else can take it or accumulate it from you. Then shouldn't you feel lucky rather than judgmental? And shouldn't you share? Shouldn't you share? And, but in the core, I would bet you if we had time and could talk to some of these people, in the core of their arrogance is fear that they are nothing without mm-hmm. honor. And yet, folks, and that's what we're yeah, going to talk about likely. next. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about next week, just so you know, is um, you are enough, uh, recognize and become that fact. You are enough. But, you know, stripped of all of the external external, um, acquisitions, do you still feel enough? So if tomorrow everything would change, would you, as uh, my mom used to teach, make lemonade, stand up and keep moving on, or would you hide? Hmm. Yeah, all things being the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taking that time to remind yourself that's the the commitment that we can probably make to you today is that if you take some time to remind yourself that you're important enough to God for God to connect with you as an individual despite all of the millions of individuals there are and that that wind is just for you that flower got the light on it in a particular way in that moment just for you. 
and that things, life is not so com- complex that we have to ignore, that we have to always look at the forest. Because God does not look at the forest. God looks at the individual trees and seeds and is there for each of them. That's a pretty magnanimous, magnanimous, I can't say it. (laughs) That's a pretty big God, a mighty God, I guess, you know, but that is, in fact, what it is. And that's what this time allows you to do. Whether for just a moment. So, shall we do a meditation? Yes, we should. Let me find a little music here. And I will do a meditation. So I'm just going to take a second to adjust the music because sometimes it's a little louder or too soft. Yes. Maybe a little loud. Okay. So I thought today, since we're talking about you time, and new time to me is also about being grounded and the chakra with being grounded is your 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 root chakra, the the chakra at the at the bottom, there at the base of your spine. And that emits a red light. So today we want to surround ourselves with light red light. We want to feel that around us and as we pull air in we want to concentrate on the tip of our nose today and pull as we pull the air in breathing in and concentrating on the tip of our nose, pulling that red the air in through the bottom of our feet up through into our root chakra. And we bring that air up and we feel it coming through our body, the red light, and we allow that then to as we inhale, as we exhale, we exhale out all of that, any negativity that we hold inside, letting all of the air out. We bring in some, we bring in in our next breath and we sit short breaths in until we can hardly any longer take more breaths until our lungs are full. We're pulling in that positive energy from the that light concentrating on being focused and friendly plans that we can see in the, the roots are there and we're filling those roots up and lighting them up with red light. And we'll pull in some more air and as we exhale, exhale that air and let all of the stale air out of your lungs. And we'll use a little mantra today, and we'll use the mantra, I am fit, I am healthy. I am fit, I am healthy. I am fit, I am healthy. And as you pull in the red light, keep using that mantra, I am fit, 
I am healthy. I am fit. I am healthy. I am fit. I am healthy. Imagine that red light lighting up, coming all the way through this time and illuminating around you in red light, balancing that root chakra which keeps us grounded and allows us to have that new time. Go back and as you have new time, think about being grounded and having those firm roots in the ground and being having your, your root chakra in balance. I am fit, I am healthy. I am fit, I am healthy. I am fit, I am healthy. And the exhale, I am fit, I am healthy. I am fit, I am healthy. I am fit, I am healthy. Breathe in, there's good Fill up those lungs. I am fit. I am healthy. I am fit. I am healthy. I am fit. I am healthy. And exhaling. Beautiful, Bob. Thank you. That was beautiful. I think that sometimes uh, the a, a meditation, having a, a guided meditation, is is helpful in a lot of ways. But in this particular instance, I think it's immensely helpful. I am trying to figure out which what you were playing, Bob, here, um, but because that shows you how little time it takes. Could you tell me what it was? Was it farthest short? It was invocation. Okay, invocation. Four minutes and 19 seconds, my friends. Was it that long? It didn't seem that long at all. (laughs) I know. It doesn't, because minutes go so fast. It was beautiful. It took through the entire process I um, I wish I could have joined with you in the arming but the smoke has got my armor broken but, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was 4 minutes and 19 seconds just 4 minutes and 19 seconds and yet you could get this sense of peace and sense of connection with all that it is Whatever you call that, even if you call it nothing, we're not here. Uh, Well, I guess on some level, maybe I am here to remind you that you're valuable to God. But I'm not here to say to you that if you don't believe that, you have to. But I would find it interesting that you would keep coming here if you didn't want to hear the two of us talking about exactly that fact. 
<laughs> so I have to, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, yeah, it would be a pretty boring time here hearing people talk about something that you find is totally a nightmare. I do want you to know that if you'd like to comment or participate, the call-in number is 646-595-3584. But you tend to forget to do that. <laughs> Yes, yes, we do. I do. We do for sure. It, it's like, but I think the deal, and then and then don't notice if somebody does call in. But we do finally notice. Bob is better at that that than I am. I will. I will readily admit that. But um, there is something else that I would like to share with you, and I hope that it's not too loud for the phone, and that is that uh, I have found that there are some days when I wake up. And and just the thought of moving out into the world, I'm a bit reclusive, um, could be disabling for me, really. I could just choose not to go. And I, like uh, most people, the way I manifest my justifications for not going uh, is, oh, I just don't feel this well this day or this or that, you know, a hundred different things or I could work better here at home because it's so protective for me. I think I confessed earlier, work is my... um, Sanctuary. is my (laughs) sanctuary. Thank you. So... I got the last time we were uh, in Santa Fe, and I don't know if you remember, Bob. I think it was, it was if it wasn't last Thanksgiving, it wasn't. It was a Thanksgiving before. I got this gong that hangs, and on those days when I forget my value to God, when I forget, I allow myself to get in the chaos of self doubt and and worry and believe that others are going to judge me negatively because I'm judging myself negatively all the time except when I remember to unite with God and then those feelings pass. I hit this gong and I'm going to play it for you here and I'm not going to hold it up real close to the phone, but I'm going to hit it three times because it is such a short period of time. And yet at the end, I always, I have not yet once been denied a connection with God and a reminder that I need to leave this house in order to interact with others and share and that I'm not leaving alone. And so let's listen to this. bet that wasn't longer than three seconds. Not long. Maybe. Not long at all. <laughs> Not long at all. Could you feel anything from hearing that, Bob, or am I unique? Is that mine? My um, my special place. It cleared. For me, that sound, the thing with the, with the singing bowl, is it takes your mind, you you your mind goes into that sound and you're not thinking about anything else except that. Yeah. So it's sort of a a way, 
it's sort of a way to meditate that doesn't um, take a whole lot of. I think we too many people uh, think that you know meditating is you you're thinking about absolutely nothing, <laughs> which mm-hmm. you know I, I it's not. It's really just taking the time to even if you're just thinking in your head nothing 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 or you know, repeating. I think that's why a lot of times you use a mantra because that keeps you focused on a a noise and it pushes away all the other chatter that's going inside your head. You know, I always think kind of think of it as um my my way of thinking of it for some reason is like, you know, your brain is cut in half and that you're trying to concentrate on that line that's in between the two and stop them from talk going to stop stuff from jumping back and forth in between the two sides of your brain, and that noise kind of does that for me. It kind of goes oh and draws that line yeah. where yeah. where the chatter where the chatter stops. <laughs> where yeah. The voices in your yeah. head go, and we all have voices in our head. Not meaning that we're crazy, but. We all always constantly chatter in our mind. So pushing that chatter aside and saying, okay, wow, let me just, with OM or, you know, any other mantras that that might be helpful for you or the singing bowl or the gong, they kind of all work in the same way to me in, in pushing the chatter aside. Yes. And, and reminding, uh, you know, one that the, uh, you know, that that we are connected. I, we are connected. If you can allow yourself to take time from the hustle and bustle of the world and feel that connection. And I'm not saying that everyone would feel it the same, but I do believe before the eyes of God, everyone is equal. And I don't think there's a big judgment going on, you know. We go back with our, when we go back to the other side, we go back with our baggage and we'll have to deal with it however uh, eternity deals with it. But, you know, when all is said and done, uh, each one of us has a chance for for feeling that connection, even when uh, that person may have engaged in the most heinous of acts, and um, which is what I believe the message that Jesus was trying to deliver to people, which has somehow become this "we are better than you" uh, jargon that's out there. But the message was: there's nothing you have done that cannot be forgiven, and you can put yourself on a new path if you choose to a path of humanity. For me, when I meditate, uh, and it used to be when I could only get to this place that I'm about to describe um, with a lot of effort. It took a long time to teach my body to remember. I sometimes say where I left my peace. And um, it may have been even a matter of of years. I'm not sure. I, I can't tell you how long. And so I don't want any of you out there listening to think that we are saying to you, that uh, it does not take some time and practice to begin to recognize the presence of God around you, because it does. But for me, 
what happened was I would find, as Bob described, that my head was just ajar with thoughts. And I actually read this little, um, I don't know, maybe it was a video. I think I used to know how to use video players. Today they've gotten far too sophisticated. But um, you could use this video player, and there was this one that Shirley MacLaine did about meditation, and I bought it. So that tells you how long ago it was, 30 years ago or so. And um, what was so interesting about it was as you were being led through this guided meditation, I and I began just listening to the words, just as Bob described one would do. Um, I would notice that I would, as my mind started to clear, and this person who was teaching would say, take your thoughts and put them off on the side so that those are the issues that will be resolved through this meditation, but not during it. So, you know, began trying to kind of like with a broom, push the thoughts out of my mind. And as time passed, I began to, I would get a vision in my head. So I would close my eyes. Some people don't, but I would close my eyes and I would see this. I would start off with this image and my image is usually water. And uh, that's probably another program too. Uh, But I would see this image of water and it would be this chaotic water. And I was drawn actually to the ocean for some reason to look at the water and look at the water. And after a while, I came to recognize that even in the most aggressive uh, seascape, there are places of calm. That's how surfers surf. There's there's a calm spot, and uh, that the big waves and the little waves were all the same. And there's actually a wave allegory that I'm not going to go into. But so now, when I close my eyes to meditate, I I will without fail see at the beginning this this stream moving toward me and depending upon the level of chaos that I've pushed out of my mind, it will be either like rapids or it will be this calm, meandering stream. And as time has passed, I see in my mind's eye fewer and fewer visions of rapids and more and more calm, meandering streams where I'm learning to accept that the only person I have control over is me. And that I, once again, I know I've said this multiple times, am not doing that alone and all is well. But I'm doing okay. I don't have to be perfect, but I'm doing okay. And that is my vision when I meditate. And, And I see that. And there are times if I'm meditating about a particular issue, that I will sense the stream is there, but it's not in my vision. And so as I breathe in and I breathe out, I bring light into my mind so that I can see. And normally in those times, that's when the stream is more like a a rapid. And then I look for that spot of peace. 
and begin with my mind expanding it. That's how it works for me, Bob. I don't know if if a similar event is working for you or not, similar series of events. I don't know that I... I just try different things all the time, so I don't think I, I, uh, you know, I may just go, as you know, I have a lot of different rocks, so I usually will find a, a rock and sit and, you know, uh, you know, maybe it's kind of like using it sort of like a stress rock or a, so what they call it, a stress rock, you know, when you hold the rock and, you yeah, anyway. Oh, so oh yeah, I'll, I know. I have a rock a rock in my hand right now that I use yeah. to, as I did the meditation, I usually will have a rock. So I'll find a crystal or some type of one of the stones that's on many of the places around my house. And I just find the, that to be calming to me. And it, it gives me something to place my thought into maybe. Yes. So that, the the chatter kind of stops because I'm putting my focus on that and I'm not thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. I'm thinking about and the energy. In Africa, they call that a worry stone. Yeah. Worry stone. You're right. That's right. The stress balls that you throw up and down in the air a bit. You know, and and those are times that, that, you know, you are, you know, even uh, with one of those stress balls, you know, where you're just, squeezing it or those kind you throw up in mm-hmm. the air and catch. You know, you see people have those in their desk, at their desk. I haven't seen those in a while, but you used to see those a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, that's a form of, you know, connecting and, or maybe better disconnecting from the, what's going on around you at the moment and putting your yes. your your thoughts into you know, focused on that and that only and keeping that, keeping the chatter away is what I call it. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're keeping. And as you're keeping the chatter away. Sometimes you're just sitting in the, in the chair looking out the front window at the neighbor's uh, bird bath and seeing birds there or sitting when I remember to put. Or when I remember to put seeds in, to, I can do that in my own backyard. <laughs> yeah, the whole exactly. Because when I put seeds, then there's more birds. And when there's more birds, they eat my food. They prefer to just peck at my tomatoes and than to eat the seed. <laughs> yeah. Or they yes. just peck at them. So, so I kind of went on strike on that, but... Maybe now that it's getting a little, and, and definitely notice there's a lot less birds, but that could be because it's fall and they're going further south. But yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. simple as just watching watching an animal, or if you have a pet, I mean that's a great way too to, you know, just spend time just sitting playing playing with China, sitting there with. Petting China, I'm sure, is a is a way that you connect too. 
I think so. She's sitting beside me right now. I uh, I agree with you. I think, and these are are simple things. They aren't time consuming. They they don't uh, they aren't interruptions in the day really, uh, in the sense that there are uh, dedication of long periods of time. But what's significant about them is that they can give you that peace where you can clear your mind no matter how you do it. And whether it's, uh, you know, focusing on water, focusing on a rock, focusing on something else for just a few moments. And in that process, opening yourself up to to the peace that will guide you through the rest of the day and have the day go in a more um, amazing, as this may sound, because we control very little except ourselves in a more controlled manner. You know, these these moments where you allow yourself time for you to connect with yourself and to re to breathe and decide how you are who you are and how you are going to present forward. At the end of that day, you will know that you did well. Because when you went forward, as Bob was describing earlier, we are going forward authentically. Ourself. And and we're taking a chance on ourself. And there's going to be those who like you and those who don't. But that doesn't really matter if you like you. Exactly. Doesn't matter at all then, does it? No. No, no. And then when you're in that situation, that's when you're less likely to fall vulnerable um, to trying to disprove other people's misconceptions of you. You're going to be content just being who you are. Because after all, God's there with you. I mean, it's a scary thought that 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 there are people who, in the name of God, do very frightening things and harm others. Um, but, you know, and that's something that person need, needs to work out and we need to stop. We need to stop because above all else, uh, this meditation should not bring you to a place of wanting to harm other people. If it is, then you're you're caught in the rapids and uh, trying to probably applaud misconceptions. So we have 15 minutes left here. Very interesting topic today. Um, has taken us on some uh, side trips, side journeys. Um, if you don't mind, even though it's been fairly close, may I lead us in the meditation? Yeah, it would be great. And then we could close close with that. All right. Perfect. Sounds perfect to me. Great. It feels good to me, too. Um if we could all just come to a place of comfort, a place where you can feel 
yourself ready to begin relaxing in the presence of God. And earlier I invited each of you to take the hand of God and know, believe that. And I described a physical reaction that I feel when that's occurring. I'd like you to, I hope you've kept your hand in the hand of God. But if you've not, why don't you do that now? Let's each reach out and take in a full deep breath. And I like to encourage people to breathe through the soles of their feet because by breathing in that way, if you imagine your nose is there, and this is an abstract process, if you pull the breath in, it becomes a long, long breath and allows you time to connect with the peace of all that is. And you can do it as Bob described, sipping in breath. So get shorter breaths build into longer, long, 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 long breaths as you move up your calves, your thighs, cross over and come to the base chakra and begin moving up through the chakras, releasing the hold they have to the earth and instead bringing yourself into the spirit the ethereal ether of God. So you release your fears, you embrace your creativity, and you release any fears that you have about that. So you bring a fearless, creative, you come to the zone of healing, and you embrace healing. You believe that healing is within you. Fearless, creative healing breath is moving up to your heart chakra. I encourage you to square your shoulders. And as you square your shoulders, you will notice that your heart becomes open and vulnerable. It's exposed. Bringing your fearless, creative, healing, loving energy up, you'll come to your throat chakra, the zone where you often need to forgive. We all speak casually words that will last and live on forever. And so you want to forgive yourself for words you have used and you want to forgive others for words they have used. The bottom line, those weapons are enduring weapons. Fearless, creative, Healing, loving, forgiving energy will then come up to the third eye, the area between your eyes, the zone of manifestation, and manifest who you are, who you choose to be today, letting go of all that you were. As Bob reminded us, the past is done. And imagine who you are going to be today. And then bring your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting breath up and act as though the top of your head is a baseball cap and you are lifting the cap off and you are joining your breath with the breath of God. And as you do that, reach out your hand 
and take the hand of God beside you. And feel the energy and the flow of God's energy with you as he or she or it affirms your importance in the scheme of things, your purpose. And as you breathe out, breathing out deeply, and I'm not going to awe, I'm sorry. As you're breathing out deeply, feel the breath cleansing your chakras and feel the colors, the purples, the blues, the yellows, the oranges, the red, glistening with the bulb of forgiveness and unity with all that is. And take the hand of another listener's God. And so here we are, surrounded, human God, human God, human God. And we can feel the pulsating energy of both gods coming up through both of our arms, across our fingers, igniting our elbows, squaring our shoulders, and bringing us to a place where we are encased in a wall, a bulb of light. And now, breathe in, I am enough. Breathe in slowly, igniting the light that is within you. And know, I am enough. Feel the affirmation from God on either side of you that you are enough. Bask in that feeling of being loved. Breathe out. I am loved. Feel your shoulders. Recognizing the energy of something beyond your physical form. Feel the spirit within you begin to light up and sparkle. As you breathe in, I matter. Stop at your heart and send out loving energy to all around you. Pull that energy up. Unite it with the energy of God as you breathe and think with God. And as you breathe out, breathe out, I am loved. (laughs) 
feel the presence of all that is around you as our circle begins to explode in pops of light as your soul energy is being ignited here as you are being recharged with recognition that you are loved. Rest a moment in that feeling as you breathe on your own. I feel a listener has a pain on their right side. Release that. Let it go and know that you are loved. You are valued. You are loved by all that is. And when you go home, you will be a part of all that is. Release that discomfort to God as you know God to be. And you don't have to carry self-doubt with you. You are worthy of you, time. You are worthy of recognition, God. You are enough. As you are now. You only have responsibility for yourself. Seize that responsibility and share yourself with others. Embrace the knowledge that you are enough. Breathe in. I am loved. Pull that energy up to your heart. Allow those self-doubts you have about your value to go. Don't worry about whether they'll come back. Allow yourself to be free and valuable during this time. And manifest the feeling you have of worth as you go through the day. I am enough. Breathing out. I am enough. Set in the final seconds and know your value. Hold the hand of God. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you.
Thank you. We appreciate you all joining us today. And as the last uh, couple of minutes tick down, um, I want to uh, invite Bob to um, say goodbye to you, and then I will uh, say my goodbyes. And again, we're hoping to do next week, but if time doesn't permit, we will do soon. You are enough. Recognize and be hyphen come that fact. Thank you for being here with with us today. Thank you, everyone, for being with us here today or tomorrow or whenever you might be listening. Know that you are loved and go be your true authentic self. Yes. Thank you. You are glistening. We see who you are. We invite you to join us in our vision of who you are and all that is. And know that you are loved just as you are. There's nothing extra you need to do. And now, as you embrace that love, allow that love to embrace your life. And become the loving being that you can be. Namaste until next week. I will play some music here for the last couple of minutes. And I'm going to do Anayal's Be Still Thy Soul. Because it talks about the light in each of us. And sometimes we don't see it. And we need to be reminded that it's there.
Namaste. Namaste. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.